0: I'm Laura Austin. Dating and getting married was quite a journey for me, and now I can't seem to stop talking about it. So here we are on a podcast. Welcome. On today's episode, I would like to say, hi, first of all, it's been a second because it's summertime. Hope your summer is going well. I'm wondering how your summertime dating goals have been going. Have you met anyone new? Are you in that early phase of getting to know someone? Have you decided to be exclusive with someone? How fun. I hope that dating is going well. Maybe there's been some low points, but I hope you are feeling encouraged. And if you're not, let's just, but we'll just sit with wherever you're at right now. But I feel, I'm hopeful that you're in a good place, even with the highs and lows, um, which is something I want to talk about in the rest of the episode after I give you a, a little update about my summer. Uh, I do, this episode is about what to do or how to walk through. And deal with a decision where the answer is maybe, like you don't know if it's a yes or no yet. And you can probably tell why I would want to talk about that, because dating is just a big season of maybe. Um, And I want to give you a couple thoughts to think about as you... Walk through a season where you have to hold a lot of maybe, a lot of maybe, possibly, we'll see. So, one of the just as a by way of a little update for how my summer has been going, it's been good, it's been very full. I believe I left off by telling you I was overseeing our church's VBS, we call it Adventure Week, and it went so well. It was very busy, but I enjoyed my role and loved seeing how God was at work and seeing the body of Christ come together to pull off a really great event for our church community and just our city and all the people that came it was really fun um and then like just a few days after that we left my family left on a trip a big road trip to Colorado we have a trailer and so we went on a big RV trip and We knew it would be a little crazy right after (laughs) Adventure Week, and we were right. It was a little nutty. I kept telling Trav, like, I feel like my brain is broken, you know, to go from this big event we were planning, ending our school year, and then moving into taking a big trip where there's lots of decisions to make and where are we staying. I have a lot of family and friends in Colorado. I live in California, um, but a lot of family and friends that have moved to Colorado, and so it was so fun to see everyone, but I still have kind of felt like... You know, as school's starting up again, we start next week. I've had a lot of friends' kids start this week. I'm like, do I feel rested? And I'm like, mm, maybe. <laughs> Speaking of maybe. Uh, and just have still felt, you know, like I'm catching up a bit. So still trying to figure out how to how to do that. Just knowing, especially in the season we're in uh, with little kids and even the Christian life where I don't think, I, I don't want my life to be, be just about comfort and ease Um, And yet at the same time, I don't want to be striving or trying to do too much. You know, it's not my job to save the world. Um, Thank the Lord. So just trying to figure out that that balance between things, like how do we start a new school year here? How do we enter a new season? Um, Resting in God's presence with us, with me, um, while also... Knowing there's a lot to be done. So anyhow, it has been a good summer though we loved our trip. The kids and I have had fun doing beach days, lots of swimming, um, just enjoying not having school for a little bit. So that part has been great. But I'm doing a lot of my own sort of mental and emotional house cleaning, if you will, like figuring some things out, getting myself organized. So I still feel like I'm in the middle of that. and, need to get started with school for the fall. So anyway, that's our little update. And one other thing that has come out of a couple little trips we took this summer, we have a question right now that we're sitting with a decision about what to do for potential future vacations. Would we potentially buy a second home um, as a place to go visit each year? So I'm not going to get into the details of it, but it has been something that as we've talked about it, I have found myself practicing what I preach. <laughs> and so I even got to a point where I was like I need to chill out. I cannot know the answer to this. Like we just don't know yet. We're just so I'm like we're we're dating this idea. We're we're just in the unknown time. And so it got me really thinking about how do we approach a decision where it's just a big maybe. How do we approach that with wisdom? And how do we just deal with ourselves? Because I know maybe you're not like this. I'm sure it's just me. I just want to know the answer. Like, right, you know, like yesterday. I'd like to know so I can move on, figure out what to-do list I need to write. <laughs> what plans do I need to make? And really having to stop and take a deep breath and be like, wait, what can I actually do today? And how do I how do I just be? How, what, how do I approach my day when there's kind of this big question in your mind. And so clearly, the connection to dating is, I'm sure, obvious to you, that the season of dating is one big maybe. You have this big question. I think the two main questions are, uh, will you, should you get married? And if the answer is, you know, if you you should get married or you want to get married, if you kind of determine or decide that, yes, you would like to be married, then you have the big decision of who? Who should you marry? Who would you like to marry? And those are big questions, big decisions. And so, you know, if you've listened at all or been around my work, I really like to take those big decisions and break them down into smaller decisions. And so if you do just as you're kind of approaching dating and you know that like this is a lot of maybe, which can feel exhausting, it can feel exhausting. Our brains want to land somewhere, right? We want that to know just as much as we're like, we can't, can we know anything? You know, we don't want to go there. We don't want to live our daily life there. We, as Christians, we know that there are certain things we can know, which we'll talk about in a minute. But our brains do want resolution, right? It's hard for us to rest or sit with a lot of unknown. And so going into dating, knowing this is going to be a time of unknowns and a lot of possibilities. So how should we go about that? So I have a couple things to suggest or encourage you to think on. And the first one is to accept the reality of the situation. So as I've already shared just right now, just recognizing like in your moment today, as you're even listening to this podcast episode, there's no way to know if you're going to get married, or if you're going to marry that person you're seeing, or if you're even going to be that person's, you know, if you're going to be in an exclusive relationship, is there any way to actually know that today by the time you go to bed tonight? Probably not. <laughs> so accepting that reality and kind of telling yourself when thoughts come in your mind, worries, wondering about the future there's a time and a place to imagine your life in the future or to imagine how a a decision you make today, how will that affect your future? Those are good things to do. But there's also a place where we can work ourselves up with worry or build up something in our mind. We imagine something too much or imagine what, like what dating a person or what being married to that person. We can get lost in the what ifs and in the imagined scenarios where we lose track of reality, which then really affects the actual decisions that you're making. So just kind of when those thoughts come to your mind, and you know yourself, what patterns of thinking do you have that kind of go off into the weeds? When you notice those, just telling yourself, there's no way for me to know that today. And then the next question is, and so how do I want to handle this today. You know like my right now life give that a priority. And so really just telling yourself that like there's no way to know if I'm going to get married to like I won't be able to know that today. There's no way for me to know if he likes me. Maybe you could know like maybe he you know again it's a maybe. You, there's a lot of a lot of these questions will be answered with a maybe or possibly. Sometimes you don't know if you like the guy. You're like maybe you met someone or someone's asked you out and you're like do I like him? And you're like Maybe, And, you know, sometimes depending on your patterns or history of things, maybe that's enough uncertainty where suddenly you're like, no, I don't. I couldn't possibly. And, you know, again, that's a pattern. Not everyone's there. But we want to be able to sit with the maybe because maybes either turn into a no or they might turn into a yes. And so we don't want to always shun the maybe, right? We want to actually sit there with it. So answering these questions with a maybe does not mean we need to run away from the decision or assume it's a no nor do we want to assume it's a yes and get ourselves to a place where we're constantly heartbroken when things don't turn out as we expected. So we really just want to sit with it. We want to accept the reality. There's no way for me to know the answer to that question. Will that guy ask me out? Will I get married someday? Will I be a mother someday? Will I have a family? Maybe. We just need to kind of sit there and acknowledge it. So accept the reality of the situation mainly because it keeps keeps you from going crazy, ha ha, <laughs> um, at least this helps me, um, and it helps you focus your thoughts, it helps you be able to live your right now life and make that a priority, um, it helps you turn to prayer instead of, you know, kind of letting your mind go into all these crazy places, it helps you turn to things that are actually wise and good instead of kind of overthinking or underthinking or running away if you're scared, let's just sit with the maybe, call it what it is, right? Okay, so we've accepted the reality, well, we're trying to accept the reality of the situation by telling yourself, there's no way to know, call it a maybe, call it a possibly, call it a, we'll see as as it goes. And then we want to lean on the things that you do know. And so big picture, this means being able to rely on and think on the beautiful truths of God's character and who he is and the beauty of the gospel and its implications for your life. And this is something you can do on your own personally, and it also is something you can do with other believers. So in my life, that looks like thinking on the character of God, thinking on the beauty of the gospel. I thought of a few passages that come to my mind when I am having trouble recalling the character of God or the beauty of the gospel. Um, I thought of Psalm 145 really does a beautiful job of walking you through that um the Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all and his mercy is over all that he has made. Like sit there for there's the other verse, read the whole passage, but just sitting on those beautiful words that the Lord, that our God that we worship is gracious and merciful. Yes, let's think on those things, right? Um if one of the passages I love going to just for like a reminder of the truth of the gospel is Paul's sermon in Athens in Acts 17. So it starts about halfway through the chapter, but if you just go there, he just lays out the beauty of the gospel that he starts with, "...the God who made the world and everything in it, being Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything, since he himself gives to all mankind life and breath and everything." Sit on that for a little bit, right? That's something we can know that's true and good. Um, let me let go through a couple more here. I thought of the beautiful passage in Colossians that talks about the preeminence of Christ. So Colossians 1.15, he's the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Great. And following, just keep reading. Um, and then going into Philippians 2, that beautiful passage about Christ's humility, Um, Where it just lays out the truth of the gospel, like focusing that one Psalm 145 or Paul's passage talking about God creating us, and recognizing then that Jesus then laid his life down for us. And so Philippians 2 8 says, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Whoa, like sit with that for a little bit, right? That is something that we can know is true. And that really affects who we are and affects our day-to-day if we believe those things and that we grow in faith that those things are true. So we want to accept the reality of decisions that are big maybes that are feel like very unknown, but then lean on the things that we do know. And so starting there with some big-picture things about God's character, about the beauty of the gospel, and who you are in Christ – and then being able, um, so sometimes it's just reading those things on your own. Sometimes it's being with your church community and going to church on a Sunday and spending time with God's every Sunday and spending time with God's people. That is such a good way to, to kind of have some of those procedures in your life or just routines. Procedures sound so silly about going to church, but just the routine of gathering with God's people every week in the local church is a way to really ground yourself if you're in a season of a lot of maybes or a lot of. We'll see, you know, this season of dating, um, when you're single, but would like to be married really plugging into God's people is a beautiful way to help yourself stay grounded even as you have to kind of hold this big question mark in this other part of your life. Um so it could be like I said reading God's word, spending time with his people, going to a Bible study if you're like I'd like to be with God's people and read God's word, like right? But all those things can go together. Um and then besides just leaning on the things that you know about who God is and who he's made you to be in Christ, you can also go back to things that you know that are wise in dating. And this is where I talk a lot about dating routines or wise practices as you're trying to you know, discern who you would marry or if you should get married. And so this can kind of go together with, you know, I have a couple episodes about dating routines or figuring out different patterns and tweaking them. So you could check those out. But just by way of reminder, it's little things like Um, hanging out with your community so knowing who your people are you know it could be a lot of people it might just be that you have a few close friends or it's your family your parents your sister your brother like people that know you and love you making sure you stay plugged into them so that you're dating out of a place of being filled up and knowing that you're cared for and loved and so you know you would like marriage you would like a committed relationship in your life down the road. but And so you are dating out of desiring something in the future, but you're not dating out of emptiness or feeling like you are incomplete and need to fill yourself somehow. So it's a strange sort of mix, right? You're seeking something you don't have that you want, and yet at the same time today, how do you seek out connecting with people, knowing that you're known, knowing that you're loved, that God loves you and cares for you, and that He has placed people in your life. And you may be saying, I don't really have people, I don't have community yet to plug into. So there's step one, right? There's one thing way to do, Lord, I need some people in my life that I can go to. Um, And these are people you're just hanging out with socially, you're hanging out with for... Just family time, right? Um, Whether that's friends or your actual family, but you're also asking them to be involved in your dating life so that you can date in community. So you're actually calling them before you go on a date. So before you're going to hang out with this person who's a big maybe, (laughs) right? You don't know how much time you're going to spend with them, but you're like, okay, I'm going to coffee or we're going to dinner or what have you. But you call your best friend on the way, or you call your mom, or you call your sister, and you say, Hey, can I just hear about your day? Or can I talk to you real quick? I'm on my way to a date and just wanted to check in, you know? Like, or you text them, or whatever it is, being able to connect emotionally with someone that already knows you, already loves you, is a great way to lean into things that you already know are true as you are entering into a situation that feels very unsure. So, Just a little reminder about that routine of staying plugged in with your people, right? I think I talked about at one point, like letting the guy who's this big, maybe this unknown, he has to kind of earn his way into that middle inner circle. So you stay connected with that inner circle as you're getting to know someone and letting them kind of work their way in. Another dating routine that can help you kind of lean on things, you know, kind of leaning on wisdom, right? Even in this big question time. Um, I like to talk about where, you know, if you're trying to decide if you want to see someone again, you're like, do I even like him? Does he like me? Maybe you can let a maybe treat a maybe like a yes until it's an obvious no in that early phase. So you just are like, I don't know. Could I hang out with him again? You're like, maybe. So go on another date. A way to really rely and kind of help ground yourself in the midst of a lot of questions is to have a little routine. So instead of having to rely on your feelings in the moment or the particulars, you just kind of ask yourself that simple question. How do I feel about this? Could I imagine talking to this person for another hour? If the answer is maybe, go on the date. It might end up being awkward. Maybe the answer is no. You don't have things to talk about for an hour. And then you have to figure out, get creative about how to excuse yourself from that, or you get better at small talk and getting out of like, hey, it's time to go, or just be honest with the situation. But you might be surprised. It might, you might still have a maybe. You just keep treating a maybe like a yes, spending that little bit more time with the person. And then just it's a way to move forward instead of kind of getting worked up about not knowing a for sure answer. So treating a maybe like a yes until it's an obvious no in those early days of getting to know someone is a great sort of foundational routine to use um to help you kind of navigate those early days now as it gets closer to like being exclusive i do like to treat a maybe treat it like a maybe you know as long as you need to until you feel very sure about being committed to someone so whether that's moving into being exclusive where you're starting to like do more life together. There's more physical affection. You are in a committed relationship. I would, I would personally, I would want to be excited about that and feel more sure about it being a yes. There is still uncertainty and you still that yes is still dependent upon the certain situations. So like, are you deciding to be exclusive? Are you deciding to be boyfriend, girlfriend? Are you deciding to be engaged? are you getting married, you know, on your wedding day, we want those layers of yes, to be (laughs) more sure. Um, But you know, this is there's different ways to process a maybe. But again, it's kind of looking at it as like, there's a lot of maybe here, this is going to keep going and continue to be something I need to deal with. So treating a maybe like a yes at the very beginning of dating is a great routine. And then as time goes on, starting to realize like, okay, I want to see this maybe becoming a stronger and stronger yes, like leaning more toward the yes. So that eventually when you're saying yes to engagement and marriage, it's a very happy, sure yes. The people in your life are with you on like, yes, this is a good thing as you pray, as you process with the person you're dating or engaged to, just that this feels like a wise thing to keep moving forward and that yes answer becomes stronger and stronger. So just a couple of little reminders about some of those dating routines that can help you in this process that feels very unsure. Um, and the last thing is to, to ask yourself, you know, you've Acknowledge the situation that this you're not going to be able to know completely today, the answer. Um, you can't know the future, right? No time machines around. Um, we're going to lean on the things that you do know about who God is, the beauty of the gospel, and some basic wise principles for dating. And then for today, you can just ask yourself, what's one thing you could do today? What's, what's, what's the next step in this particular situation? So it could be that prayer is all you're left with which does makes it sound like it's the like least important but it's the most important that you can always pray about a situation what a gift there's always something there's always something you can do you can always pray ask the lord for wisdom pour your ha- heart out to him we know he listens and wants to respond what a beautiful gift of knowing jesus it might be that the only thing the things that you can do today are doing other things maybe you know the dating situation, maybe I should say a couple ideas you, it could be that you like, oh, well I you know I'm I maybe want to hang out with that guy one more time so maybe I will text him just to see how his day's going but then I'll leave it and just you know or maybe I tell him I hope we can hang out this weekend. so acknowledging what your next thing is like oh, I would like to hang out one more time. I'm not sure how it's gonna go, but I'm gonna reach out and tell him that's what I'm thinking like l- letting the guy in on what you're processing is a good idea. So it might just be something simple like that with the person. And then after that, if you've done your part of like sending the text or saying yes to dinner or making the plan to meet up after church or whatever, the next thing to do might be to do something else not related to your dating life so that you remind yourself, I have so much else going on. I like have a life like be interesting if you're not interesting now figure out something to do, get a hobby, read a book. I don't know. (laughs) I'm still telling myself these things, right? Just kind of reminding yourself of what else you have going on besides this big looming dating decision and will you get married? Sometimes it's good to distract yourself with other good things, right? Um, And that might be being faithful in the yeses before you today. So sometimes when I have a big decision, I would rather worry and make plans for that thing that's unknown rather than doing the things that I'm I know I need to do that day I would rather, you know, imagine these certain scenarios than make dinner or do the laundry or you know, figure out the plans I need to make for homeschooling or whatever like oh those require more effort on my part and they're like concrete and I have to check them off my list versus I would rather just daydream or worry about these things that are kind of unknown because they don't really require much of me, right? So sometimes we need to let the maybe sit over here and turn to the yeses that are already in your life. Do you have a paper due? Are you grabbing coffee with that friend you talked to? Are you wanting to help with that ministry at church? Do you want to be reading your Bible? Do you want to be connecting with your family? Let's turn to the yeses that are here today and try to be faithful in those with God's help, right? And really serving others can be a great way to turn our eyes from a stressful decision we're making that we can't know all the factors yet. So I would just encourage you to consider what are some ways I could serve someone. And that's even when I'm feeling anxious or really stressed about a decision and I don't know what I want, or if I'm feeling, yeah, I just try to turn to like, how could I serve someone else right now? (laughs) Like as much as we want to spend time figuring out and praying through like what we think about something, there's so much goodness in turning and serving others that that's actually where true life is. And God says he will bless us greatly as we give to others. So that's something you could do. I'm um, just, other things, I mean, what's the next thing you could do today? I've given ideas for this before, but um, keep saying hi to new people. You're like unsure about this one guy you're talking to? Go say hi to that other new person at church or online or when you're at that party or getting in a get-together keeping that open mindset is really something you can do today. Try to say hi to one new person, right? Smile, make eye contact, trying to rest, um, trying to just think about little ways that you can be doing something proactive in other areas of of your life will actually really bless and help your dating life where you have all these big decisions to make. So that's what I have for each day. (laughs) I'm a lot out of practice, y'all, when I don't record for a couple weeks. Let me just review what I've said. When we have these big maybes, what do we do with this feeling of possibly or we'll see? We want to accept the reality of it. Just tell yourself, there's no way for me to know the answer to that question. And so then receive that, sit with it for a second, and then lean on the things that you do know, big picture things about who God is, some dating routines that you know are wise, figure those out, go back to them. And then just ask yourself, what's one thing I could do today for this situation? Or is the best thing for this situation to actually turn to other things I have going on? Um, And I think that you will start to find that that sort of process helps you in these big maybe questions. It has helped me, as I have been preaching to myself in this one situation we have going on, um, that really this is a proactive way and a prayerful way to approach these big questions we have. So I hope that was helpful. Maybe. We'll see, hopefully, possibly, (laughs) and I will talk to you next time.